Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. I am so excited that you're here for today's episode because we're talking about three ways you might unintentionally be self-sabotaging. And here's the thing. My intention with this episode, as always, I like to think of us like we're girlfriends just chatting. Today, we're chatting over spicy margaritas. And I just want to sit across the table from you and have this conversation where let's just get on the same page straight off the gates here. I want to ask you this question. Are you more afraid of failure Or are you more afraid of success? That was a purposeful dramatic pause there because I wanted to really simmer on it. (laughs) Because I think most of us, like you would probably say that you're afraid of failure. Like most people would say that. And honestly, sometimes even the question of like, are you afraid of success seems like a strange question. Like, of course, I'm not afraid of success. Like, I want to get where I want to go. I want to achieve all these goals. But if we really dig into it, I think that fear of success is a lot more prevalent. It's just not conscious. It's not, you know, it's much more conscious to say that we're afraid of failure or we're really afraid of other people watching us fail. But today, when we talk about self-sabotage, I think you're going to see how this comes up in a lot of different ways. So this is going to be juicy. Buckle on up. We're diving in. But first, I want to thank our sponsor of today's episode. Today's episode is sponsored by a company that I talk about on the podcast all the time because I freaking love them. It's Organifi. If you are not familiar, they have an entire line of plant-based nutrition, superfoods, organic teas. What I really want you to know about is their green juice and their protein, both so freaking good because I don't know if you're ever like having this moment where it's the afternoon and you're kind of feeling like a little slump and you want to go down and get yourself a coffee, get yourself a Starbucks, pay like five bucks for it. And you kind of just like feel weird afterwards. Try subbing in a green juice, right? Like, and I know you're like, Keisha, no, I've tried green juices. They taste like I'm licking grass and I get it. Like I felt the same way too. I was like, I'm not a green juice kind of girl. Like I'm all about health and like supporting myself, but I'm not going to like drink something that tastes like I'm literally chewing grass. This green juice actually tastes good and it has moringa and chlorella and spirulina and ashwagandha and it helps support you in your cortisol levels, which is so important, but try it. Literally just take a packet, you stir it in with water, try it in the afternoon. Or if you do like smoothies like I do, you can also blend it into your smoothie. Um, Their protein, Organifi's protein is really awesome. It has only three grams of sugar and 20 grams of protein, but it's also really tasty. Right. Like if you can't see a theme here, I really like things that taste good, but are also organic, made with really high quality ingredients. And then also it's a really great price for all of their products. And what's cool is as a listener of the podcast, you get 20 percent off any item in their store. Like I said, their protein is amazing. Check out their pure check out. I mean, 
Check out their green juice for sure. Check out their nighttime teas, chocolate, gold. I mean, honestly, go check it all out. If you have any questions, you can always shoot me a text or DM me. But if you head to Organifi.com slash Keisha, that's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com slash K-A-C-I-A, code Keisha gets you 20% off. Now, without further ado, let's dive back into today's episode. Now, let's really get on the same page here. We all know what fear of failure is. But what is fear of success? Well, I like to think of it like, basically, it's you're afraid of achieving that thing that you want to achieve, but not because you're actually afraid of the success. In fact, if you're like me, you're actually pretty confident that you can do it. And maybe you're excited about success or you're excited about achieving that goal, but you're actually afraid of the consequences that can come with that success, like the byproduct of achieving that thing, accomplishing that goal. because. This fear of success is much more unconscious, like I mentioned, than the fear of failure, which is often when we don't realize that we're self-sabotaging and where it's actually coming from, but it can majorly hold us back. So we're going to talk about three specific ways that we might be self-sabotaging through both the lens of that fear of failure, but also the fear of success. We're going to talk about our lack of goals, procrastination, and the BS story we like to create about certainty. So... I'm just going to share these with you and you are probably going to have some that resonate more than others, but just like buckle up. We're really getting into this. Okay. So the first one that comes up for me is a sneaky one that you might connect with. It's when you don't have any goals. That's a way to self-sabotage, right? Like often we don't consciously realize this, that not having any goals that we're working toward is a way for us to unintentionally self-sabotage because how in the world are you going to get where you want to go if you don't know where you're going? And like, yes, the fear of failure plays in here too, right? Because if you don't set a goal, then you can't fail at that goal. You can pretend because you know you're pretending like you're the one that knows the truth, right? That you don't care about it and that it doesn't matter to you. But who are you really fooling when you're pretending like you don't care about that thing that's on your heart that you're trying to shove down and be like, oh, I don't, I don't really care about that. I'm not actually going to set that goal because you're the person that you're going to spend every single day with for the rest of your life, Right? So yes, that fear of failure might be coming up, but there's also this interesting side of this, which is this aspect of the fear of success, right? Like if you do have a goal and you get where you want to go, you might then have to maintain that new level. And you're like, how the hell am I going to do that? Right? Or you might have this fear of success, like of accomplishing that goal that people might not understand you or think differently of you if you do succeed. Right? We have this thought pattern that comes up that says, well, I don't want to pee, like leave people behind. So we don't set goals at all. Interesting, right? Because as humans, we have this primal nature. We want to belong. We want to be in community. Biologically, we don't want to be different or like kicked out of the herd. And it makes logical sense when you really think about how our brains are wired, but it's also extremely unhelpful, especially when it comes to building a life that you're obsessed with. Because truly a form of self-sabotaging is not having goals. Because if we don't have goals, we can't hit those goals, which protects us from success, which is an interesting way to put it. But when we've got that fear of success, right, the consequences that might come from it, if we achieve that thing, we want to be protected from it. Again, that's not often very conscious. The fear of failure is often much more conscious. 
And just to be clear, when I say goals, I'm not even saying you have to have these huge, massive goals. If you do, that's awesome. I'm here to hype you up and root for you. But like, it doesn't have to be a huge business goal or career goal or health goal or, you know, something in your relationship, anything specific. I'm just saying you might unintentionally be self-sabotaging if you don't have any goals at all, big or small, because no goals means no failure on reaching those goals. And if we're being real, which we always are here, I actually think the ultimate failure is knowing that you want to do something, that you've got a vision for your life, a goal on your heart, a dream that you want to make come to fruition, but you're going to get to the end with a TBD, a coulda, woulda, shoulda, because you're too afraid to call your shot because you're scared of somebody else watching you fail, or you're scared that if you do succeed, someone won't understand you. That's that's a whole other episode in itself, but truly having no goals could also mean you've got no clear progress toward those goals because you have nothing to measure. And you're definitely not going to hit them and succeed because you haven't even identified what success is in the first place. So to tie up number one here, fear of success and fear of failure can come up through this self-sabotaging tendency of not having any goals. So girl, if you don't have any goals, maybe you should set some. Right. And also as humans, we love progress and working towards goals is a really beautiful way to build confidence, which really matters. Right. Because we need to believe in ourselves. We need to believe in our ability to figure things out. Now, that being said, maybe you're like, nope, Kesh, not me. I got goals. Look at me. I'm not self-sabotaging. You're in the shower. You're like, well, like I didn't hit number one. Okay, well, let me get you with number two. Okay, the fear of failure or the fear of success can come up with procrastination. And I'm good at this one. Maybe you are too. Okay, we know what procrastination is. It's like putting off activities or tasks or honestly, in some cases, like conversations that would put us on the path toward the goals that we want, the dreams that we have on our heart. But we're afraid we might fail, which means we're afraid of the emotions that might come up with us failing, the meaning that we create about failure and who it makes us as humans. But in reality, it's often actually the fear of other people watching us fail, thinking they're going to say something about us, thinking they will view us in a certain way, make fun of us, give commentary about us. So we procrastinate because then we can't possibly fail in front of other people. But I will just touch on that real quick. There is nobody, I repeat, nobody who has accomplished the thing that you want to accomplish that is going to give you negative feedback or judge you harshly for putting yourself out there and calling your shot and trying and like getting in the game because they know how hard it is to work toward the goal because they've been there at the beginning stage when you're like, oh, what am I doing, right? The only people that are gonna give you negative feedback are the people who have not done what you want to do. So they're scared. And they might even be trying to protect you like because they think you might fail. They don't want to see you get hurt. And they can only see the downside because they've never accomplished that thing. So they can't see the upside, right? So when you catch yourself procrastinating because you have this fear of failure and you're you're worried of what other people are going to think about you, I would take inventory on who those people actually are. We often say, I wonder what quote unquote they will think. Who the hell is they? Right? Because if someone out there is mean or rude, 
Who wants that energy around them anyway? You're literally going to hold back on your dreams or your goals or setting goals in the first place or starting to procrastinate so you don't have time because you're worried about someone who isn't even living a life that you want to be living and what they think about you. Come on. You deserve more. And sorry, that was a wild tangent there. But truly that fear of failure can really have us procrastinating the things that we know that we need to do to get where we want to go. Because deep down, we know that we can do it. Like you've seen your potential. You've seen what happens when you start making those steps in the right direction, but it's safer to procrastinate, right? Because we can just play that BS story in our head of like all the things that other people are going to think about us. We want to just stay comfortable. That's not going to get us where we want to go. And again, there's this beautiful flip side to it, right? If you're like, no, Kesh, that's not me. I'm not afraid of what other people think about me. I would challenge you. I'm, we're humans. We're designed, again, to want to belong. So, like, it's okay to care what people think about you. I would just encourage you to care what you think most. But maybe you're like, nope, that's not why I procrastinate. I would then ask you, do you procrastinate by spending time buffering, doing other things that are actually going to get you where you want to go? right? Doing things to like zone out of your own life so that you can have this built-in excuse that you can say, of course I would have done it. I'm just too busy. But deep down, you know, if you do those tiny little things that are easy to do, you might actually achieve that thing. Oh shit, do I have cameras in your house? (laughs) But honestly, right? Like, here's the thing. Those things that are easy to do are also easy not to do. And they're very easy to procrastinate on because they're often very tiny little things that are going to help you move in the right direction. But if you don't have time because you wait until the last minute and then you get to blame it on lack of time instead of your fear of success of actually accomplishing that thing, it sounds better, right? Like, oh, I would have done it, but I just ran out of time. I'm so busy. We live in a world where we were busy like a badge of honor. But when we're procrastinating on the things that we know we need to do to get us where we want to go, we've got to challenge that thought pattern and say, is that actually serving me? So here's a sneaky little question to ask yourself that I like to ask myself too. Do you know what you need to do in order to get where you want to go? Because honestly, that's a really good excuse that we like to use if we don't know how, but, but you know if you know how, right? If you're in your car, driving down the freeway, you're nodding your head like, oh crap. Yeah, I do know. I do know. I'm pretending like I don't because it's easier because I'm scared of success, right? Or if you do say no, you're like, no, Kish, like I literally, I don't know what I need to do. I would challenge you to then ask yourself, has Seb, like somebody else done what you want to do? Has anyone done what you want to do? Unless you've got some crazy brand new invention, which if so, slide into my DMs. Maybe I want to invest in your invention. (laughs) But truly, right? Like if you have some brand new thing that nobody's ever done, but most of us are doing something that somebody else is proof of what's possible, right? Like they've, they've shown us that that thing is, you know, you're able to accomplish that thing. If so, I want to challenge you to find someone who's done what you want to do and check out their habits, not just what they say, but what they actually do. And I'm not saying go do it like them, copy them, do it like you, like we need your take on it, right? But just understand it's possible. You do actually know how, or you can go find out how. You might just be afraid that you can't handle it when you get there. And to that, I I hear you, but I want to remind you that space between where you are now and where you want to go is to qualify you. This is why so often on the podcast, I say, I don't want my big dreams yet, right? Like with this podcast, I want this podcast to get a million downloads a month by the end of 2022, 
right now we're getting about 250,000 downloads a month. So tell your friends, tag it on Instagram. If you like this podcast, help me get the message out. But like, seriously, I'm not the person who can handle a million downloads yet. I don't have the team to support it. I don't have the mindset to support it. I've talked about this a lot, right? But I need this time in between where I am now and where I want to go to qualify me to be able to handle it. You need that time too with whatever your goals are. You can't have that business, that body, that relationship, that career, that, I don't know, money or podcast growth, whatever. You can't have it yet. Not because you can't have it. Please notice I said yet because you have to have this time right now to build up the habits so that when you get where you want to go, which yes, girl, you will, if you get out of your own damn way, you can sustain it. That helps with the fear of success is reminding yourself that in pursuit of where you want to go, you're going to build up everything that you need. It's not going to spontaneously combust when you get there because you're learning in the process. Like what tools do you need? What support do you need? How can you create habits that serve you like coping mechanisms, all of that crap, right? Like you need all of it. I shouldn't say crap. All of that stuff that you need. Don't let the how stop you. Whether it's fear of failure, check in, take inventory on those people who are quote, unquote they like what, you know, and check in on the fear of success because one of them might be holding you back more than the other. And finally, number three, what often has us self-sabotage is our BS story about certainty. And this is one of my favorite topics because truly like as humans, we crave certainty, even though it's actually impossible in the world that we live in. And I'm not just talking about this like post-pandemic era, but in general, like we can never have certainty, right? Like, I mean, think about how many curveballs you've been dealt in your life. You're like, what the heck? Where did that come from? But we struggle as humans. This is the universal truth. We struggle as humans with what we cannot control. Some of us struggle, you know, struggle with it more than others, depending on our personality types and, you know, even just our upbringings, our experiences. But collectively as humans, we all crave certainty because that's how our brains are wired. We want these familiar thought patterns. And even if we know that we don't like where we're at, we crave certainty so much that we often self-sabotage by choosing to stay in it because it's more comfortable than the unknown. And staying in what we know we don't want still then protects us from our fear of failure and from our fear of success, which now we know fear of success When I say like it protects us from success, I mean the negative consequences that we perceive could come from success. Because we want that certainty, we often sabotage ourselves from getting to that next level because we're scared of what's on the other side, right? That unknown, even if it's really good, it's it's an unknown. We can't predict it, which ties to both that fear of success. Like, can I handle it? What are the negative ramifications of it? And then that failure, what are people going to think about me if I fail? What does that mean for me as a human being if I fail? right? Or we're afraid that if we aren't 100% certain, this is some of you, maybe this is you. This is actually not something that I've struggled with a ton, but you might struggle with this. It's very common. We're afraid that if we're, you know, not 100% certain of what we need to do, that we've deemed ourselves not qualified, right? This is actually something that my fiance Cena struggles with, right? Of like wanting to wait until you're ready. And, and we think that we will fail from lack of qualifications, And that's that fear of failure coming in hot, right? What are people going to think about me if I'm not qualified? And since we're afraid of the unknown, we sometimes convince ourselves that the only way we can proceed and move toward our goals is if we know the exact path, the exact outcome that we are going to get. But we can't have that. That's that BS story about certainty. 
Because honestly, like it's completely BS if you think about it. Like think back a year ago. Did you have any idea that you would be where you are now in your life and your health and your relationships and your business and your careers, whatever it is that you're working on? Like, did you have any idea a year ago the current goals or dreams that you have on your heart? Maybe the things that are coming up for you right now, they're like, holy crap, I haven't told anybody about this. Well, I would challenge you to do that or get some skin in the game, but you had no idea, right? Even a year ago, because we're constantly evolving, especially you as a woman, you know, who listens into a podcast that's called Empower Her. Like literally, I'm trying to help you put more tools in your toolbox. I'm trying to share as we're doing this together. You can never be certain of what's coming next. Neither can I. And you can never get fully qualified. But please don't, you know, confuse your inexperience with inability. You're qualifying yourself through taking action. And that is something that you can be certain of. If you're, if you're craving certainty, I can promise you this. Action will give you clarity. Because you'll either learn what works or you'll learn what doesn't. And then you can proceed differently. But along the way, I just want to remind you, you always have a choice, especially when we're talking about self-sabotage. You can look for all of the reasons that you're like sucking at stuff, right? We all have things that we're dropping the ball on. Or you can look for the ways that you're progressing, the things that you're doing really well. Like the point of me going through these three examples and just really chatting about this so candidly with you today is to encourage you to do what I'm doing in real time right alongside of you. Right? You know, this is a come with me. Let's figure this out together kind of podcast. Not a look at me. I've got this all figured out type of podcast. But, but we can choose to remind ourselves that it, it's like our job. It's our job as ambitious women to become aware of how we are self-sabotaging. And once we're aware, then it's a choice, right? Then it's our job to own that that was our choice to self-sabotage because we've brought it from unconscious to our awareness. And then we've got to do something about it, right? We've got to choose to feel differently. Because when you recognize that self-sabotage is literally, I mean, it's defined as creating unnecessary problems for yourself to interfere with your own goals, you can choose to stop doing that crap. And any day, today feels like a good one, could be your line in the sand day. Like you listen to this podcast episode today in this exact moment for a reason. Challenge yourself to ask that question. Like, why did I listen to this today? What was I supposed to take from this? Well, I hope it's that you're making a decision. You're going to say, nope, I'm not doing this crap anymore. I'm aware of it. I'm not beating myself up about it. That's not going to help you. That's not going to be supportive for you. But you can say, nope, not doing this anymore. Not me. I'm done with this BS. It's go time, girl. You have what it takes. You're just going to have to get out of your own damn way and go for it. I'm rooting for you. I love you. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend, like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.